Welcome to Becoming a Wise Agent. This podcast is dedicated to revealing the latest trends, strategies, and best practices to implement in your real estate CRM. Welcome, everyone. Um, if you wouldn't mind as you're joining in, um, go ahead and on the chat. Um, if you're live on the Zoom call, we'd love to see what city, state, and brokerage you're with. If you're watching this um, on the recording, either on YouTube or um, any of the other platforms, and you want to um, you know, just post on what city, state, and um, brokerage you're with. And how many years you've been in the industry? I always love seeing that. Um, it's always fun to um, see where our audience is and how long they've been in business. It's, um, you know, it's always something fun to see. So we've got some people from New York and Texas and Illinois. Nice. Um, Billy, you, um, so Billy is out of um, Billings, Montana. Yes. And how long have you been um, an agent? How long have you been a realtor? 13 years. 13 years. Wow. Congratulations yes. on that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, it's, uh, you know, after a certain time, you're just like, you know, doing this. I mean, when the, um, the average, you know, time for a realtor is about three years. So, mm -hmm. you know, two, three years, it's 13 years is a, I made it. <laughs> you made it. Good for you. So, um, you got Judy 23 years. Congratulations. To that. Wow. Judy. Um, so awesome. Um, so we're going to be talking today about unlocking real estate opportunities with social media. And, you know, Billy lives in Montana. I'm here in Arizona and we met actually through, um, through social media, through a mutual friend who I'm not sure if he's on or not, Jeremiah's J-Man Monero. And so, but we met on social media and then we met in person eventually, but mm -hmm. you know, the, the power of social media is that you do get to meet people. I mean, the world is really shrunk down and everything has come closer together where you can, you know, meet people from all over the world now in a much like easier way than it was, you know, 20 oh, yeah. years ago, you know, for sure. Yeah. And the so power of Zoom. The, the power of zoom, the power of the power of video, the power, I mean, and it is, it's the video, it's the pictures because you get to see people, you get an insight on people's lives when they're posting things on social media and um, the videos, I know you're big into video, um, you know, and that's, that gives people an idea of who you are and what your personality is like. And they get to know you like, Ooh, I really, I love watching her videos. You know, she's dancing and, um, maybe you can tell everyone, our audience a little bit about your background and, um, you know, besides the real estate part of it, but yeah. So I'm a mom of three. Uh, my oldest is 24. She lives in New York and I have a just turned 18. So I'm feeling pretty old today and a 10 year old. And um, yeah, I moved here with my parents uh, back in 92. We actually moved here from uh, North Chicago as a Navy brat. So kind of lived all over the United States from Hawaii to Virginia. Um, again, Chicago, lived in California for a bit and um, just I've stayed here. I love it here. I love raising my kids. Um, I'm actually also a performance artist. Uh, I dance. I don't, I don't sing. I don't sound good singing, but I have been in musicals here at our community theater. Um, I've done choreography. So that's kind of like my side gig. <laughs> so real estate and dance, I kind of combine into one with social media. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's, it's been a great way to express myself yeah. um on the real estate real estate side so yeah it's been great yeah because I mean and so the way we met too can I tell them this story yeah is, so I think it was two years ago now two a little over two years ago we were um headed off to NAR for um for an event and um in I think it was in San Diego right yeah it was yeah and um, Jeremiah is my friend, J-Man. He was like, hey, let's do like, let's do some kind of challenge. Let's do like a dance challenge. Because um, oh, yeah. I think reels were just coming out, right? They were becoming more and more popular on Instagram. And he's like, there's this collaboration thing that you can do. You can have like side-by-side -side panel of somebody here and then somebody else doing it here. He's like, let's do something like that. Are you game? I'm like, sure, why not? Let's do it. I'm like, what do you have in mind? And then he's like, let's get somebody to like do this owl dance challenge. And I'm like, I'm out. And he's like, no, you're not doing that. And I'm like, I'm out. Thanks. Um, and he's like, no, no, it's going to be great. He's like, I know the perfect person that would be able to do this and she's going to go all out. And I was like, okay, you know, sure. Go for it. If you want to set it up, 
And he did, he set up this whole owl challenge. You dressed up like an owl. You had an owl costume from one of your performances and did the owl challenge. And then we had to like all match or like we, and then we said, this is the owl dance. Yes. Remember it a little bit. And then we all had to kind of mimic that dance. Um, and then that would be a collaboration between wise agent and Billy or, you know, wise agent and me. And then you would have other people. I, mean, I know my girlfriend, Mara, I got her in on it. Um, and my girlfriend, Nikki, we got a bunch of people doing it. Some other folks did it. Um, Marky Lemons and Carrie Little, they all, we did like a whole owl, like dance montage type of thing. It was crazy <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at our NAR booth. Um, and so you were the one that got that started. So thank you for that. And well, and, I, I and, can't take the, <laughs> oh, well, it was Jay's idea and I did give him credit for it, but you did the performance part of it, which is like the part that not many people want to do. Yeah. Um, and so, so thank you for doing that. Because yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. I, cause he, he had posted this, this, you know, challenge. And of course, when I see a challenge, I'm like, I'm in, I'm doing it. And so I happen to have this costume from a Halloween costume. I actually, I actually glued those feathers onto that dress. Mm -hmm and made that headpiece and I thought hey that could pass for an owl <laughs> threw it on and it was so cold that day obviously I live in Montana it was freezing so I'm out there in this tiny little leotard thing out there just dancing along and I and I did maybe a couple takes and send it <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome and so it, it, it was cool because when I when I met you in person I felt like I already knew you just from doing all of that right I already Same felt like we had too. a yeah. yeah, same yeah. with me too. I mean, and that and that's what I love. I mean, on this on social media is that you do there's times where we make appointments with people, especially in real estate, right? You're booking appointments with people you've never met them before in your life, and you're just like, Hi, are you supposed to be the person I'm are you the one that I'm supposed to be meeting? No, okay, thanks. Uh, carry on, you know, and then you just and that's can be awkward and intimidating to just go up to some random person thinking it's the person that you're meeting. But yeah. with social media now, like you've seen pictures and you and hopefully everyone's profile picture sort of looks like them. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and if mine doesn't, please tell me. <laughs> I love when I see like social media and it's like a cartoon figure and I'm like, oh, okay, great. I can't wait to try and figure out who you are. Um, <laughs> awesome. But yeah, that's, um, that's always fun, but it is, it's, um, it is a good way. And you've been using social media to, um, to grow your real estate business. So I know you have an, I don't know if you call it an alter ego. Do you call it another persona? What do you call, what do you call Wanda? What do you? So, yes. So again, going back to my theater acting background, I I've used that to help my social media, give me content. Um, and I came up with this character. Her name is Wanda by a house. Um, and she's an older older gal that's kind of stuck in the eighties, you know, and, um, she's from Gurney, Illinois. I've, I've like come up with this whole backstory, right? She, she has cats, uh, and she's stuck in the eighties and you can tell by her outfit. She pretty much wears the same outfit all the time, but everybody absolutely loves her. And it just kind of happened to be a fluke thing. I, I did a, um, a Moss mansion. There's a, a mansion here that does, um, like a Halloween horror theater, right? And they said, hey, will you be our tour guide? You can dress up anything you want. And I thought for some reason that got in my head it was, oh, 80s real estate agent, right? You kind of think this, you know, Century 21 gold jacket, you know, yeah. kind of that that look. And um, so I went to Goodwill, found this outfit that you see her wear today, put it together. I borrowed a wig for my friend and I came up with this name, Wanda Buy a House. Everybody loved it at the tour and everybody kept saying, you need to keep her around. And so I just started doing videos here and there. And now she is known nationally. Everybody's like, is Wanda coming to this? Is she going to come? I mean, I've, I've been asked for um, her to speak at like fundraising events. Like, can Wanda be doing the speaking? And I'm like, well, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> everybody just cares about Wanda so you know Billy might just eventually die out and Wanda might just take over <laughs> perpetually in the, living in the 80s <laughs> uh, she like the 80s, that, they, right? weren't, they weren't that bad they were kind of fun the hair was out of control but uh, sure. the hair was definitely out of control but yeah I just 
um, you know, she has a different speech pattern. My husband was even like, you need to talk more like Wanda. She talks slower, more with purpose. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Everybody loves Wanda more than me, but yeah, no, it, it's been fun. And it's just been a great way to have that outlet for my creativity and that yeah. theater background and stuff. So yeah, I, I would say, you know, if you've got that or you've got something else that, you know, um, you're really good at, try to incorporate that into your social yeah. media. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I see um, Jacqueline posted that she's also a performer and, and a dancer. So awesome. maybe Jacqueline will be seeing your um, alter ego and persona, like talking to Wanda one day on social yes, media. That would be fun. That would be awesome. Um, it's Wanda by a house. So it's B-Y-A-H-O-U-S-E. And you can follow her on Instagram. It's at Wanda by house. <laughs> Um, so tell us a little bit. So we, we understand how like it came to be, but like, what does Wanda share on like Instagram? Is it, are you sharing like tips on, you know, people that want to buy a house, like how to do, you know, how to do it right with a, with a realtor in mind, you know, and mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, and I, I will say I haven't been as consistent as I was. And then that's definitely a key is to be consistent. But, um, I was doing Wednesdays with Wanda where she would come on a minute, minute or less and give tips, um, like home buying tips, seller tips, um, you know, how to get approved for a loan, you know, things like that. So in a fun way, but also educating the public, um, as far as real estate goes, uh, she'll visit the, like last year, she visited the NAR convention, walked around the expo center and, you know, kind of talked a little bit about, you know, what that entails. Um, so yeah, it's, she's, she's definitely a hoot. <laughs> um, sometimes it's a little much packing her. I got to take her everywhere. And, um, but yeah, she, yeah, she does real estate tips. Try, I try to keep it real estate related, but there's also some, you know, entertainment parts right. of it too. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of keeping yeah. it a, a good balance of the two. I know, um, and Cynthia's getting it like buy a house, right? Yeah. So yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll play like on more buy a house. Yeah. yeah like want to buy a house. Exactly. <laughs> I know we, um, you know, we got a lot of questions coming into, um, coming into this webinar, people asking like, what time do you post? And like, what time do you think is the best and how many times and how many days? And, um, I, I, I think that a lot of people struggle with that. Um, and that's something that maybe you can share your insights on it. I know it's kind of a, a personal preference at most times and like whatever you can accommodate, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, I'm still trying to figure that out myself because I've, I follow a lot of um, Instagram influencers that say, post at this time, post at that time. I honestly think post at the time that's best for you because I'd rather you post every day and be consistent at the time that works for you. I haven't really noticed a whole lot of difference other than I noticed that I don't get as much engagement on the weekends versus the weekdays. Um, and they also say, don't post on the top of the hour because most people are posting at that time and you're just gonna get lost in all of the other posts. So they say, you know, maybe 15 minutes after or, um, you know, on the half hour posting then. Um, but yeah, I do notice that I get a lot more engagement during the week because I think people are at work and, you know, they're scrolling on their phone, they're bored or they're, you know what I mean? They're zoning out on their computer. Usually during the weekends, they're out doing stuff and not really on social media. So that's one thing that I did notice. Um, I think it's ever changing. Um, like I, I was telling you before the call, I went to social media marketing world, which is it's huge social media convention that happens every year in San Diego. And I went last year and again, this Instagram influencer, he was getting a thousand new followers a day. And I'm like, what's the secret sauce, right? And he said, do two reels a day plus a static post. And I'm like, who has time for that? Like, I don't have time for that. And so I put it in my calendar and I said, all right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it for 30 days. I'm gonna post two reels a day and a static post. And I did that and I actually tripled my following. Um, I was stuck at around 400 and I could never get past that mark. And I'm like, what the heck? And since I did that, I think I'm up to 1800 followers and it just keeps every, every day I'm getting at least five new followers. So um, just being consistent, I don't do that many now. I have noticed that the algorithm has changed. I've heard Instagram is starting to kind of steer away from video and, and maybe pushing out more of the static pictures, carousels, things like that. 
So you just got to kind of like switch gears and (laughs) I'm still doing at least a a reel a day and a post a day um, and just being consistent that way. Yeah. And I love that you have this, um, you know, Wanda, Wanda in your life that you can actually like kind of play off that. So you're getting, you know, engagement from both because I know she has her own Instagram account. So you have like a different you know, you can have different followers kind of, you know, um, coming in from both sides of it, where it's one is you personally, and the other is this real estate kind of um, education persona, right? right. That's, that's kind of fun and playful. And that's where people are coming in from, you know, from there as well. Do you actually like when you have people that are engaging with you on social media, do you like um, cause I know sometimes, you know, we know some of these people, like we're like, oh, okay. Um, this is, you know, a friend's friend. I kind of, I've met them at a party. I know their name. I don't have any other information about them. Do you engage with them to like, if you, if you know who they are, do you engage with them privately saying like, Hey, do you want to share your contact information or anything like that? Um, it, 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 it just depends if I feel like I have a little bit, cause I don't want to just be like spammy and be like, Hey, you know, you don't know me, but, um, but I have met a lot of people through social media, like you, uh, Burton Kelso, Sabrina Lowry. I mean, those are all people that I started off with social media. We've connected, we've messaged on the back channel, and then we finally get together and meet in person. And it's like, we've known each other for years. Um, but yeah, if I see that somebody might have a, you know, a, a mutual um, interest, I might message them and say, hey, I, I also like to do that. Or I, I yeah, saw your yeah. post, I loved it, or, you know, things yeah. like that. But I, I don't make it where I'm yeah. messaging everybody. Just if I, right, if I right. feel like, oh, you know, there's, there's a good a, chat there. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I get some DMs where I'm like, who are you? Like, what are you selling me? Right, right away, I get defensive. So yeah. um, I try not to be that person. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I I know what you mean on that. Um, but, you know, it, there's, there is a line of, you know, um, being able to do all of this stuff and then generate also business because you're doing, I mean, you're doing it obviously because you want to have that exposure and have people understand like who you are and what it is that you do. Um, you know, and I, um, I know like, you know, in Instagram, they allow you to have one link in your profile and that's pretty much it. That's all you get is one link. You can't add links anywhere else. That kind of drives me crazy. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm like, Instagram fix this. Um, but, um, but what I was, what I was thinking is like, do you have like a link? I, I know you do, but like, maybe you can share where you link to, um, mm-hmm. so that people can find out more information about you and, um, get in contact with you. If they're like listening to Wanda and they're like, Ooh, I needed, I need a person like this that can help me through my process and how yeah. they of you. Um, so if you at Billy in B town on Instagram, that's my, um, kind of real estate. It's not all real estate. It's also personal stuff too. Um, so I have at Billy in B town, it's B I L L I E I N B T O W N because it's Billy and B-Town because Billings is also known as B-Town. <laughs> so that's kind of my okay. whole marketing strategy and branding because all things, it's not just real estate, it's being part of the community, um, you know, living in the city. And so, yeah, so pretty much you can find me anywhere at Billy and B-Town. Um, and then I do link on my, I'm just kind of pulling on my Instagram right now. I actually have two links. Um, I'm not sure why I get two links. We were talking about that earlier, how some people have different um things on theirs. But yeah, mine just links to uh, my real estate website, which is the company that I'm part of, which is Meridian Real Estate. Um, so that it'll link that to that. I'm trying to think what the other link is. I think it's oh, to and Facebook. Then it, and then it also links to my Facebook profile. Yep. Which yeah. is Billy Parrot. Yeah. Billy yeah. Plaza Parrot. And then I have, and I, I get, I get this questioned a lot and I actually have asked the question. I have two, I actually manage four four Instagram pages currently. Um, so I have my personal Billy and B town. And then I also have my more creative dancey theater performing artist Instagram page, because I figured some of the stuff, the people that follow me for real estate are not going to want to see the dancey stuff. So I did do a separate one. Um, it's Billy J parrot. I have that Instagram page. That one doesn't have as many followers because I don't really, nourish that one as much as I do the Billy and B town. I maybe post 
once in a while. I'm not consistent. So that just kind of proves to you the more that you post and are consistent, the more following that you get. Um, I'm definitely not consistent with that one. It's just kind of a landing page to post like pictures of my dance performances, things like yeah. that. But I do still every once in a while collaborate with that page. Um, so then you are also seeing the dance stuff on my real estate side. So that way people get to know the other side of me too. It's not yeah, just yeah. Billy the realtor, you know, so. Yeah, I love that. And then you also, cause you are part of YPN, you're part of um, your state association. You have other, um, other pages that you, um, that you manage as well. Yes. So. <laughs> Busy. <laughs> I keep trying to give it up like here you take it <laughs> <laughs> but if you're doing a good job at it I mean that's the thing is that like there's that consistency that you have to be on top of things um but it's also um because you then you when you're doing any kind of marketing it's not just one way of doing marketing it's not just the social media there's there's you have to kind of do all encompassing things it's not um you know like in the 19. 80s where the only thing you really had was like snail mail and phone calls those were like your two marketing things that's all you had in the 80s there was no internet and there was no social media so you were you know there's tv I guess and radio billboards which now we don't even talk about those things like right we don't even talk about like doing a tv ad or a billboard or um with the the park not park benches the um bus, bus bench bus mm-hmm. benches like I've not heard I mean besides that one tv show that my kids watch I can't remember what it's called now um there was like a realtor on that tv show um that he did something I remember seeing some kind of oh is about. it Phil Dunphy yes that. yeah I don't modern know, family modern yeah. family there you go um but <laughs> besides that there's nothing I mean you're really talking about doing things on the social media like social media has taken over some of those um some of those things because of the reach that you have that's available to you where on the park bench unless you're going to that one particular park you're not going to see it or the billboard you're driving down that highway you're right. really, and then you're driving at 70 miles an hour and you're just like, what did I just see? Yes. You know, it can be, it can be a challenge where social media is a lot more targeted. Um, it does have a lot more um, exposure just globally. And so that's why that's something. But at the same time, the phone calls, the emails, the text messages, those still make a difference. Those still have a huge um, hold on us and, and our consumers. Oh, for sure. Because not all my clients are on social media. They're like, nope, I don't do social media. So, you know, reach them via phone call or email through a CRM program um, that just keeps you top of mind if you're sending it weekly or monthly or yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a question here for you, Billy. Do you um, ever boost any of your Facebook posts or do you do any paid advertising? I don't. The only time I ever did that, and actually this this was um, J-Man's idea, is I was trying to get more following on my um, business profile on Facebook, which is Billy and B-Town Real Estate. And um, he suggested doing a like ad. And so basically you make just a simple ad that says, do you like real estate? Follow or like share. And I did that. I think I paid maybe 100, 200 bucks for a month of it running. And it actually gave me 10,000 followers on my Billion B-Town real estate page. Now, are these all, you know, legitimate followers? Maybe not. But what it does is if you are at a listing appointment and, you know, you're competing against somebody else, you can show, hey, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm exposing your listing to 10,000 people. So yeah, just yeah. being able to show that that's the only time I've ever paid, um, to boost or, you know, paid for an ad. Um, I just, I don't feel that for me it's valuable, but I would say, give it a shot and you'll be able to track it to see if it's worth your investment. Um, the cool thing about Instagram and Facebook actually is you can go in and look at insights to see what your demographic is. Right. And it was, it was really interesting to me. I actually took a Marky Lemons class, you know, Marky and, you know, and I, I forget to do that. And I looked and I was like, Oh, that's so interesting. I had more male followers than women. I mean, it was a substantial difference and now it's half and half. So it's just kind of interesting to see like, what am I posting that's 
causing more female viewers to you know follow me. Um, it's just kind of fun to look at the data because the numbers don't lie. Yeah, uh, um, that is the part that I like um, is that you can see all those insights. You can you can view like what their age is, so you can see like Marky says too. She's like you know, her demographic is like 45 and up females, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's who her audience is. And so knowing who your audience is, then you can talk to them in that way where, you know, if you're, you're talking about things that wouldn't be relatable to somebody under, you know, in like Marky's case, under 45, they're not going to relate to you. They're just going to keep swiping and they're not yep. going to stay and then you're not going to be engaging with them. So engage the people that actually follow you and like you, because then that's, you know, and, and be relevant to them. Um, and that will be something that kind of encourages more people and that that just gets that's just who your target is. So, yeah, it was interesting. I, I learned that my uh, <laughs> my main demographic is people under 30. <laughs> I'm like, interesting. <laughs> so, so that, you know, there you go. I mean, you're speaking to the millennials. You know, what yeah. do they want to hear? What do they want to know, especially first time homebuyers, things like that. So then you want to gear maybe your marketing towards that. So um, knowing who's watching is definitely key. Yeah. Yeah. And so for Jerry, that's asking, you know, what are some ideas on gaining new followers? I know Billy had mentioned like doing the, um, you know, two of two reels, two videos and, and a static post every single day for like 30 days is one of the ways that she was doing that. Um, but I think also just being consistent, right? I mean, that's what you're saying is that being consistent in your posts will gain you followers. It might not gain you a thousand a day um, right. every day, but still five a day is still a good number. You're engaging people are are coming out to to view you and to find you. Yeah, it's consistent. And and I would just give this tip. This is one thing that I learned, and this helps with content creation. If you are you know, um, doing something that educates, entertains, and inspires. So when you're thinking about your content, is this educating them? Is it entertaining them? Is it inspiring them? That will help you right there, right? So just make sure you're doing one education post, one inspiration post, one entertainment post where you're just being funny or lip syncing to a funny audio, you know, track that you can get on Instagram. Um, that will definitely help. And just being consistent. Maybe you don't have to, I don't think that you have to do two reels a day anymore because I think, again, the algorithm is changing. Just do, do one reel. I'll just challenge everybody right now. Do one reel a day. And one static post a day for 30 days and see what happens. See if your following increases. I bet it does. Yeah. And then I would just add to that and say, you know, you also want to make sure that whenever someone is going to be new following you, that you have, you know, you fill out your profile to make sure that you have like a picture in there of you. Um, you have your, you know, that your title, that you're a realtor, the city and state that you're in. Can't tell you how many times people are like, I'm in Lincolnwood. And I'm like, Lincolnwood, where's that? Well, that's where I grew up. Um, it's in Illinois. <laughs> so it's like, okay, um, like you mentioned Gurney, like I, because I'm from Chicagoland area, I know Gurney, Illinois. I know that's where the um that big outlet mall is, right? Yep. And so when you mention just a city name, like you're on social media, you're being presented in front of a worldwide audience. So someone in Portugal, since my Portuguese Facebook friends are you're screwing me here. Um, you know, so if you're they're in Portugal, they've never heard of Lincolnwood or Gurney. They don't know where that is. Um, you want to make sure that you're being really, um, you know, specific into your area, to your market. Um, so then people can, you know, when they find you, they know exactly what market you're serving. I think that would be a really, um, you know, something advisable to do. Also make sure that you're directing them somewhere. So then they, if they do want to reach out to you, besides just doing a, a private message, they're able to, you know, cause sometimes, like you said, like you even get those messages and you're like, Ooh, I don't know who this person is. Right. So give them an alternative, alternative way of messaging you so that it doesn't feel creepy and intimidating, right. Where they can go to your website and find out, you know, um, your phone number, um, to fill out a form to connect with you and say, Hey, Billy, I'm actually going to be moving to Billings, Montana. And so tell me what, you know, you know, like what area should I be looking at? I have three teenage children and you know, whatever it is. Um, so then you can, 
you have people connecting with you and there's a great way of doing it. So they're not like struggling, like, do I have to just Google you or what do I have to do to get your contact information? So I don't look creepy and just dropping in messages and you're just like, yeah, no, that's, I'm not going to yeah. read that. No, that's a good point. And, and that's another thing too, to consider when, if you already have an Instagram or are going to have one is make sure your profile says like, you know, my, mine says Billy Parrot, Montana realtor, make sure you put the little registered, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So people know that I'm a realtor in Montana. So um, yeah, make sure that you're putting that in your username for sure. Yeah. yeah because that's something that's really, um, that, that can really be helpful when people are looking for you. Um, do you do, I know like so you travel a little bit too. Um, do you do, I know um, any, like when you make your posts, do you post them in specific like locations? So even around Montana or, you know, like the, the TV show Yellowstone is really popular, obviously. <laughs> I can't be honest with you, Billy, and I'm talking about Yellowstone, you know, I mean, I know, and I'm sure everyone's like, oh, she lives near Yellowstone, all right. Um, Everybody told, well, wants to move to Montana now. I know, I know. Well, and, and my husband always reminds me, he's like, I told you I wanted to move to Montana before it was cool, before Kevin Costner went there. And I'm like, I know, I heard you. Uh, um, but, you know, with, um, with you being there, I mean, there's this, you know, obviously big popular show out there. Do you leverage any of that, like in that geolocation, even when you're um, po making any posts? You know, I haven't, but I probably should have um, leveraged that because I, I don't know that it's as popular right now, but you know, a year or two ago, yeah. it was insane, but I did do um, a, so I do a coffee chat live every Friday. I go live on Facebook and live on Instagram. And one of the coffee chats I did was talking about what you don't know about Yellowstone. So just letting people know that it was not actually filmed here in Livingston. It was filmed in Derby, Montana, and just kind of given the the um the secrets that people just don't yeah, know yeah. right that yeah. that they're just watching the show so that was cool it was very well received a lot of people watched it i guess on that aspect i did leverage you know being close to that area yeah. um yeah. and just putting that out there and it, it was it was interesting even for me to do the um the investigation looking up like all of the different stories of you know that particular ranch and how it came to be and who the real family was things like that so things like that intrigue me and it's just fun to um do my own research and then share it with the public yeah i love that i mean i know um, obviously everyone knows I'm not a realtor, but um, I live here in Fountain Hills, Arizona, where I'm not originally from. And when family ever or friends come to visit, I'm always like the the tour guide. I'm like, okay, well, these are the McDowell's and this is Four Peaks. And these are all the, I'm like, I had to learn mountain ranges. I would never have thought um, back in fourth grade when we were learning mountain ranges yeah. in, in you know class that I would ever be, I was like, why do you need to know that? <laughs> now where I live near mountains, I'm like, you got to know your surroundings because that makes you kind of integrate you into to the community to give yeah. people like you are an expert in this area you know like you know what you know what's happening what's around and um you know you can give people that insight like okay if you see a snake and it's just black and white it's okay it's the king snake but if you see any other colors run for your life you know yeah absolutely because i've had i've had national speakers come to billings we brought people in and i'll usually be their tour guide i'll pick them up from the airport and driving around and saying well this is this and this is this and you know they appreciate that you know being yeah. able to kind of show them the history of billings so yeah, yeah just yeah. just know your market know your city yeah definitely um and so another question for you is from nancy she's asking if you go live on both instagram and at facebook at the same time they have not figured out a way, or at least I haven't to yeah. do that at the same time. So what I typically do is I go live on Facebook with my laptop and I use um, StreamYard. And so I will stream. And the nice thing about StreamYard is you can also stream at the same time to YouTube, LinkedIn. Um, let's see, there's one other one that you can link to. If you have like two Facebook pages, like I do, my business one and my personal one, I can link to all of those at once. So that's what I typically do. And then I just have my phone 
kind of looking at me. So I kind of have to look at both things at the same time. But so far, it's been it's been great. I think I've been doing that for the past, I don't know, about a year or so now. Um, and it's just interesting to see, you know, who's watching on Facebook, who's watching on Instagram and, and the, the comments and things like that. So you, you are kind of doing multiple tasking, double duty, but I think it's a great way to um, have that exposure and reach is just to do it all at once. Yeah. And um, so follow up to that from Marianne is how do you link link to them all? So do you just use a link from StreamYard? Yeah. So um, how StreamYard is there when you're setting up your broadcast, it'll say what pages do you want to link to? And you you have already put that in like all of your links to all of your pages. So you just go hit, hit, hit. So YouTube, LinkedIn, and then it'll say, okay, great. And then it'll just stream it to all of them. Or you can just choose one. Um, so I love StreamYard. I, I know sometimes they have different promo codes. I think that you can even try StreamYard for free for like a trial period. Um, I did the upgrade because then you can put your logo like on the top corner of the screen. You can have like a ticker on the bottom, you know, giving a message out to people or a call to action, which is cool. But I do believe there is just like a basic StreamYard program. You can just try and, and, yeah. and give it a shot. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd be curious to know how many of you guys, um, there's a little, um, if you're watching this on um, the Zoom, Zoom webinar live, there's a little button on the bottom of your screen that says raise hand. If you guys wouldn't mind using that raise hand button to see how many of you are leveraging like video in um, social media right now, if you guys wouldn't mind clicking on that um, raise hand, because that I think that's always interesting to see. I mean, there's quite a few that are, um, you know, like raising their hand and not raising their hand, I think. So um, <laughs> like maybe, maybe, I'm not sure. Um, so, because um, that's a really, because video does do well on social media. Um, I don't think you always have to, I mean, going live does do better in the algorithm than just having the recorded, you know, like posting a video that's been pre-recorded, right? Really, is that what you've been seeing as well? Yeah, the reason why I like going live, and I know it scares a lot of people because you're like, what if something goes wrong? Well, things will go wrong and that's life, right? You just keep going. I've mm -hmm. I've actually had where it was the most embarrassing thing. I was interviewing. So typically I'll interview somebody or sometimes it'll just be me talking about the community, things like that. But this particular one was an interview with an author, a local author, and I was at his house and everything was going great. The interview was rocking. It was awesome. And I go back to look at it, audio, no go, no audio. Oh, For some no. reason, my microphone, because I had a microphone plugged in, it wasn't connected all the way. And I was horrified. And I told my guests, I'm like, I am so sorry. It did not record the audio. Could we do it again? Unfortunately, <laughs> he agreed and, and we did it again. But you know, on it wasn't the same. It was not the same. It was yeah. not as, you know, organic as it, as it originally was. And I was super bummed. So, I mean, things do go wrong and you just roll with it, right? Um, the other thing I like about live is that people do like to engage with you when, when, when you're live and they ask yeah. questions and they say hi and, you know, they'll share it with, with other people. So that's one of the things I do like about live because it's so organic because you just don't know what's going to be said, right? right. You don't right. know what the guest is going to say. I've had guests where they hardly say a word and I'm just like, you're killing me. Like you're really trying to pull things out of them. So yeah. So, you know, you have good guests, you have bad guests and you just, you just got to go with it. You just do what you got to do. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's funny. You said that. Cause I said to you, well, if we have a lull in the conversation, we have questions from people. I don't think there's going to be a lull in the no. conversation, but sometimes there is, I always think of, um, I, the only, I, I occasionally watch Joe Rogan's podcast and he had, um, Aaron Rodgers on. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was so painful to watch. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers had like, five words the whole three hours I was like poor Joe Rogan he's sitting there like struggling like so how did it feel when this happened and he's like good I was like oh perfect yeah it's <laughs> I'm like, painful. That's painful. It's painful. It is painful um but hopefully for those of you that did not raise your hand um and doing video right now just get on and do it. I mean, there's always a delete button. If you're like, oh, this sucked. Um, that was embarrassing. You know, you can <laughs> delete it and do it, you know, start all over again. I know um, years ago, a few years ago, Sarah, who's our marketing manager, who's on, um, you know, moderating these, the conversations here on the side, 
I said to her, let's go live on Facebook. And she's like, okay, where, where do you want to go live? We had not set up a green room yet. We were in the process of doing that here in the office. And I said, well, let's go. Um, I said, my, I have this really pretty, I don't know what kind of tree, really pretty blue tree in my backyard. I said, let's go do it in my backyard. There's this, you know, pretty tree back there. I said, let's do it there. So we go, we had microphones. It was like the wind, it was like, and we're in Arizona. It's not that windy here typically, but it was like, listening to it it was like we were in a wind tunnel it was mm -hmm. crazy and so we posted it and then deleted it immediately it was like no no one should ever be subjected to this so it's okay <laughs> um it's okay and crazy things have happened to me on live like you know be, see, being able to see everything on Facebook in Portuguese and no other um way of changing it to English um so yeah. that's always fun you know it's just it just then that like those weird and wacky things that happen when you're live that does get your personality to come out a little bit more than, you know, being like, oh, I'm on live and I have to sit, you know, and I have to be, you know, prim and proper and whatever and, and not say anything that I wouldn't typically say when I know that I'm being recorded. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think it's live is always good just to, to go on there, try it. Um, if anything, you can just post it to yourself and yeah. then, if you, have, you know, mm -hmm. just to try it out and then just see what happens from there. But yeah, and the nice thing is too, when you do go live, Facebook will give you an option to either delete after 30 days or keep it forever. I always just keep it forever because I just, I don't know, I like to have my stuff on there. A lot of times I will not go back and watch because I hate my voice. So those of you are like, I hate, I hate how I look. I hate my voice. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I've, been, I've been called Gilbert Godfrey. Like you sound like Gilbert Godfrey. I'm like, what? So yeah. Um, no, and I, so. and I do, <laughs> I do use a lot of filler words. So that's one thing that I'm working on too. And I you know a lot of people do, and it's a nervous thing, right? right. Um, but that's who you are and that's yeah. what people like. People like to see you for you. They don't want fakeness. They don't want stuffy. Like I'm a, perf you know, like they don't want to see that. They want to see the real you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so another question from Jerry here for you, Billy is what do you think about automated posts? And do you use any of those? Do you, do you schedule any of your posts out? I don't. And here's why for me, and I, and I know that there are people that do it and do great with it, but for me, it's so organic. So I might be feeling like today's women's international day, right? I didn't know that till this morning. And so I'm like, I'm going to post the reel. And it took me less than five minutes. I just put on I'm Every Woman by Whitney Houston and just dance around like an idiot, right? Yeah. And said, happy International Women's Day and posted it. Um, so for me, it's just very organic, maybe how I'm feeling that day, um, maybe an article that I read. Um, I think that gentleman said something about keeping current matters. Yeah. You know, yeah. take that information and make it your own because yeah. that's, yeah. for me, when I'm scrolling on Instagram, when I see like those just can posts, I scroll right past it. So just taking what you learn from that, make it a real, right? Do a talking head. Um, what's cool is there's a, a app called Captions where I can be sitting there with my phone and maybe regurgitating that information I learned from that keeping current matters, you know, ad or whatever. And I can do the captions because a lot of times people are watching at work. They can't have the audio on. So if you've got the captions, they're reading it and they're staying engaged. Um, that's definitely something I would do. But no, I myself don't use canned ads. I do everything myself. And it really doesn't take that long. Um, if you overthink it, it will. Uh, but yeah, I mean, usually it takes me maybe a half an hour for a reel, just depending on, um, you know, how much editing that I need to do. But like today it was like less than five minutes. Yeah. And do you, um, I mean, going back to like the first time you started posting video live on, on Instagram and everything and Facebook, were you, well, the live ones you can't really redo, but like videos that you were doing, do you re like practice like a million times what's your process and and in that or do you just wing it go off the cuff like kind of like this conversation here we didn't like we had a practice call and it was like well we'll kind of talk about this stuff and then it was yeah. like everything else we just wing uh wing it yeah I I always go off the cuff but because that's where I thrive but I know that's not the, the typical case for most people so if you do need, need to prep yourself so usually copy chat again I do it every Friday at nine o'clock on Facebook and sometimes I don't know what I'm going to talk about until a half hour before I go live yeah. and I'm sitting there I'm thinking oh well 
this weekend, like last weekend was the home improvement show here in our town. I'm going to talk about home improvement ideas and like, what's your best return on investment? So I'm on my computer researching and getting, you know, ideas and I just jotted them down real quick. And then I went live there within that half hour. So um, for me, that comes simple because I thrive in chaos, but for most people, probably not the case. So just write yourself some notes, practice it a few times and then, and then record yourself. Yeah. And if you mess up when you're recording, just keep going. It, you know, that's how you're going to be in real life, right? You're not right. going to be perfect when I'm talking to you. I could stumble on my words and that's just right. who you are. Yeah. 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 Um, how long do you stay live when you do the coffee, um, coffee talks? It varies. Um, I think the shortest coffee chat live I've done, it was like five minutes. <laughs> um, and I think that's just because I was traveling and I didn't really have a whole lot of time to be live, but um, I've gone as long as an hour and a half. I interviewed a live band here, um, El Wincho. They're like my favorite band. And yes, I am a groupie. And um, I, I interviewed them the day before their performance. We went an hour and a half. They played They played their music. It was so cool. We had really good engagement. So it just varies. I, I don't put a time limit on it. And I tell people that when I'm interviewing them, I'm like, hey, we're just going to have a conversation. And whatever happens, happens. If we go long, we go long. If 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 it's we don't have much to talk about, then we'll end it. So yeah. it just kind yeah. of varies. Okay. Awesome. And I think, um, one of the things too, is like there, I, I know, I can't remember what the app is, but there's like a calendar app of some sort where it'll tell you like what the national day is. Like, I think the other day was like national ice cream day, or at least that's what my kids convinced me of. Um, so it was like, you know, just you eat ice cream all day long, I guess. I don't know. Um, today's like international women's day. So there's always something to post about. So if you're thinking about going live and it's like, what do I talk about? What do I say? I mean, you can find things. You could just really Google whatever it is. Um, you know, what's today, you know, what's today known for. Um, so then you can do, you know, you can kind of get an idea of what you can be saying because it will resonate with someone in your audience, probably for sure. And so then you can just kind of go off of that. And especially if you have something that you want to say and talk about mm -hmm. like today is a, um, you know, um, like I said, um, like we've said a couple of times now, International Women's Day. So it's a day of celebrating women. So doing a reel like you did, um, that's fun and, you know, cute and, you know, kind of will, it, it will, other people will engage and like it and, you know, kind of just go off of that. So yeah. And, and just asking like engaging questions, right? So maybe it's National Ice Cream Day. So go to your ice cream, your favorite ice cream place, say, hey, this is the best yeah. ice cream place in Billings. And this yeah. is why, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? And right. you will see people will be posting, oh, it's vanilla or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it, it, just doing something simple like that. I mean, yeah. and it yeah. really, you don't need much. People think they have to have all this, all this stuff, but I just use my phone. I use, um, I use a microphone that I plug into the phone and that's it. And, and and sometimes I might bring a tripod, right? Uh -huh. But I mean, super super easy, and yeah. you can, you can do it for really cheap. Yeah, and I think even with the ice cream thing, I mean, you can say like, hey, whoever you know, um, I'll pick a random winner to um, mm -hmm. get like a twenty dollar gift card to this ice cream shop. You know, whoever is the first to comment or the tenth comment or whatever it is, yeah. you can make that contest kind of like we did with the owl challenge. Is because then what you do is that it promotes that engagement, especially when you're giving something of value to people, they will give you something in return. So if you're like, hey, well, um, fill out, you know, do fill out this form talking about what your favorite ice cream is. And that form has their name, their, you know, their email address, their phone, their contact information. Well, why were they engaging with you? They, mm -hmm. you know, was it just about the ice cream or was it something more? And now you can get them into your CRM. Um, you could use a landing page to do that. You could use all sorts of different tools, but then that can be something where that gets them into your CRM so you can start engaging with them um, just on anything. It can just be, you know, something as, as simple as ice cream. And just every year at that ice international ice cream day, you can say that. Um, but then it could be that they want to hear more about you from your real estate perspective. Oh yeah. I've, I've had people comment on my coffee chat. So I started this, oh gosh, 
I don't even know how long ago it's been years, but my first, my first one, I, it wasn't called coffee chat. It was called what's the B town buzz. And I thought I'm just going to go live. It was my first live video. It was a disaster. You guys, a disaster. I wasn't sure what I was doing. It, it, it the whole video was sideways. I was out in this lot, this new, um, this new development. And I was just talking about it. You would not believe off that sideways video and horrible audio. I didn't have a microphone at the time. How much engagement I had. I had tons of agents calling me. What is this about? How do I, like, who do I contact? I want to buy a lot. It, it, it was insane. So it just shows that it doesn't have to be perfect. And with the coffee chat thing, um, it's a great way to meet business people in your area, like community people, and put them in your CRM, right? I've met so many people and I have started relationships just by calling them and saying, hey, would you be in my coffee chat? Can I interview you? And they're like, well, why would you do that? Does it cost me anything? I'm like, no, I just want to get to know you and show the community what you're doing in Billings. And they're like, oh, and they appreciate that, right? But yeah, they're they're shocked at first, like, what? Why do you want to interview me? And and now I'm I'm friends with all these people and I keep them in my database and just, you know, send them a Christmas card every year. <laughs> right. Right. Cause you just never know. I mean, you're in the business of, um, you know, human relationships with people and you happen to sell real estate and it doesn't matter what it is, but if you're selling to somebody, um, you need to have their contact information somewhere in one central location. Um, so that's always a, a great way of getting people in there is just kind of giving them value um, for their contact information in return. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, another question for you is, do you use LinkedIn with videos? I didn't, I know that they just started doing that not too long ago, I think, right? The LinkedIn. Yeah. And I do link my coffee chat video to LinkedIn. So it'll just automatically stream to that. Um, I will. That's one of my goals this year actually is to do more on LinkedIn because I know that that's kind of like a low hanging fruit that not many people are using right now. Um, and so I'm definitely going to focus more of my attention on LinkedIn because yeah, that's where the business people are. Right. So yeah, I would definitely focus on that. Put some, make sure that you're posting on there at least, you know, every other day. Uh, I don't know that you need to be on there week or daily, but at least, you know, a couple of yeah. times a week. Yeah. That's a great one because when you're interacting with those um, business owners, they're also, you know, probably sharing that out to their um, their customers, their clients, their, you know, whoever their patrons are. And so that gives you that exposure to them. So that's a great way of doing it. I love that. Well, I love, um, I love the conversation we had today. No lulls for sure. So <laughs> <laughs> or it's crazy, except for my Facebook is in Portuguese, um, but I will try and figure that out. But, um, but yeah, I appreciate you, Billy, sharing all that information today. It was so um, enlightening. I hope you guys all learned something um, as well. So if you want to follow Billy, I think we posted, I think Sarah posted it earlier, but maybe you can type that in, Billy, um, yep. for where people can um, follow you. And if you guys want a follow as well, that would be great. Oh, there's Sarah's on top of things. She's got your Instagram. Out she there. got it. All right. <laughs> she got there. So um, yes, we would love that. Love to um, kind of grow even one another's follows from within the community. So we also have our Facebook, um, you know, wise agent community in there where you can engage um, other wise agent members, but it's also love, you know, lovely to see outside of that um, seeing people become friends through um, through their CRM. So that's fantastic. I love seeing that. Um, and then we can't forget Wanda. So thanks for sharing. Yes. Wanda's, uh, <laughs> Wanda's Instagram as well. <laughs> and I'm currently, so I, I was posting my Wanda buy a house on my Billion B town. So you'll find some Wanda buy a house videos on there. And okay. um, I had so many people say, well, why doesn't she have her own Instagram? She should ever. And I'm like, have time for that and so I had so many people ask for it and I finally did it so it's new there's a few videos on there so hopefully you enjoy them <laughs> and you'll be in um you'll be in NAR in DC in May will you be there? yes and okay. so will Wanda so will, will Wanda awesome. there. Mm -hmm. so will I my team and I will be there so we'll definitely have to do we'll have to go on Facebook live or Instagram yeah. live then and um and and talk a little bit there too with Wanda so that'll for be sure <laughs> I love it. Love it. Okay. Thanks everyone. Thanks, Billy. I will be back. Um, I'm traveling all next week. So unless you guys are going to be in Orlando or, um, 
when we're going to be Biloxi, um, Mississippi. I will not see you next week. I will see you on the 23rd of March um, at 2 p.m. Um, Pacific time, I believe, with Michael Hellickson, where we're talking about CRM habits and building success in real estate. So that's going to be an exciting one. Um, thank you again. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. All, All right. right. Thanks. See you guys. Bye.